Hey Siri, play Social Geek Radio. Okay, Social Geek Radio podcast coming up. Hello, geeks, and welcome to Social Geek Radio. I'm Jack Munson, your host and marketing conciliary. Today's guest is Paul Flick, and today's episode is brought to you by Consumer Fusion and Zendu. Zendu is an all-in-one online bookkeeping, accounting, and tax solution for franchises. Zendu puts a consistent custom chart of accounts in place and delivers accurate financial reports by the seventh business day of the month, so you can make timely data-driven decisions for growth. And Zendu's technology provides franchise networks with roll-up data across your entire network, providing insight into revenue trends, top expenses, and your most profitable franchisees. Plans start at only $1.95 per month, including a one-month free trial. Learn more at zendu.com slash franchise. Paul Flick is the CEO of Premium Service Brands, a multi-brand franchisor, and he joins us for today's show. Paul, how are you? I'm great, Jack. How are you? I'm doing great. Thanks for joining us here today. I uh, really want to dive deep into the subject of multi-brand franchises. But before we get there, give us a little background on yourself. What's your story? Well, thanks, Jack, and appreciate you having me uh, today. Uh, You know, my background goes back to my university days when uh, I got into the student painting business and was a franchisee during uh, my summer uh, vacation. And that really gave me a taste of uh, franchising and being an entrepreneur and uh, it all started uh, over 30 years ago. So been in franchising for quite some time. Uh, took a bit of a, a step to the side and joined Coca-Cola for four years after graduating. But, you know, soon realized that my passion was, you know, in franchising and and to be an entrepreneur. Um, so, you know, uh, put together a business plan, petitioned the U.S. government for my entrepreneurial visa, and uh, Hmm. headed uh, south of the border. And (laughs) uh, that's how it all began. And how long ago was that? Wow. So that uh, goes back uh, to, I guess, 2006 is when we first started uh, our first system, 360 Painting. Wow. Um, And that is our, our largest brand still today. Um, but yeah, back to 2006. So that's still the largest brand, but how many brands do you have these days? So we, we just acquired, uh, our ninth brand, uh, which is actually, I shouldn't say 360 is our largest. Ruderman is now our largest brand. Oh, great. So Ruderman was our ninth brand. Uh, and we closed on that acquisition January the 20th. So through acquisitions and there's lots of mergers happening with other uh, brands and and parent companies in the industry right now. What is going on in this space? Why is this all happening so much? What's, what's the benefit that, that these brands see by joining forces and and coming together? Well, I think there's just a a lot of ways you can really leverage the end user. So the, the home service industry is massive. You know, it's mm-hmm. over last year, it surpassed over half a trillion 
dollars across the service industry. And, you know, some of that was uh, propelled by COVID and people being at home, but it's always had an upward trend. Uh, and it's dominated very much, you know, by your mom pops or truck in a truck. Um, and what customers are looking for is that consistency, that certainty when somebody comes to your home, an estimate is done and that you're going to follow through with that service. Uh, and so there, there, there's a lot more demand on the home service industry and being part of a franchise multi-brand allows you to have those tools, the structure, the platform in place for franchise partners to succeed. So we're really, you know, facilitating their success. Um, and from a franchisor standpoint, you know, we're able to leverage the end user. The same person that's going to have a company paint their house is the same customer that's going to have somebody clean your home or do handyman work or, you know, fix your garage door. So we're able to leverage that end user, um, you know, by, by leveraging our platform and marketing to them. So that is reducing some of the cost franchise partners have initially. Out of the gates, it helps them scale, become more profitable quicker. So there's a lot of just good synergies with a multi-franchisor. You know, I never thought of it this way until you just uh, described how you're working with the homeowner across multiple sectors. But, you know, more and more, we, we've come to realize over the past decade or two, that it's all about referrals. No matter what type of business you're in, referrals are are the most important thing. And I kind of see your company and, and other companies setting homeowners up to be sort of their own referral, right? These guys did a, a great job with that project. So, you know, we, we might want to check them out for, you know, what we're going to do painting next summer, that kind of thing. Do you, do you see that that sort of self-referral or that same customer coming back over and over, is that really the goal here? Absolutely. Because once you, you know, once that customer's had a really positive experience with one of our brands, you know, that, that the, that's the biggest hurdle is, you know, getting that customer's trust. So once you won that, how do you leverage it? And we're able to do that by obviously knowing who our customers are, and that database. And then if we have a 360 painting customer, well, then we're able to market our made right service to them or the ProLift garage doors or rubbish works if we have franchise partners in that same area. So we're really leveraging it in real time, all the time through drip email campaigns, direct mail pieces, outbound calling from our contact center. Uh, so we're trying to make touch points throughout the year. So when something is needed around their home, they remember us as well. And the converse could be true as well. If, if Is there a danger in bringing on a brand that might not represent all of the other brands quite as well? Yeah, no, that's absolutely. I, first of all, you have to have the, the synergies uh, and to be compatible with the other brands because we want our franchise partners also to take on other brands and, you know, they're doing the same thing. Like you're already in the customer's door or customer's house, offer them another service while you're there. Mm -hmm. You've built the trust, you've invested in the customer acquisition piece. So now it's about leveraging that. So, uh, 
yeah, any acquisition we do or any startup, organic startup we do, we are always making sure it's the right fit and has synergies with our other brands. Tell me about the team when you're when you're looking at working with multiple brands and probably even more important bringing on new brands on a, on a regular basis tell me about the team and maybe the skill set that your executive team needs to have that might be a little different from when you were only doing painting or only doing you know some other focus yeah great question because it definitely is it's changed quite a bit you know since uh, just being just having 360 painting uh, all of our team, for the most part, have deep franchising backgrounds, uh, so they understand the, the structure and the relationship between the franchisor and the franchise partner. Um, and it, we, the way we have it set up is really a shared services. So the best example would be our marketing team. You know, our marketing team services all of our brands, so we're not structured to be in silos. You know, so if somebody is working uh, on ProLift doors and they find that there's a great marketing initiative that they're seeing a lot of success with, they're able to share it in real time with their other colleagues on the same team to implement it into, say, Rubbish Works or Rooterman. Mm -hmm. uh, so, and it's more cost effective that way for us as well uh, to have a shared services. Our customer contact center is the same thing. You know, those. The, the contact center employees answer the phone for all of our brands. So they're well-versed on, doesn't matter if it's a 360 painting call coming in or whether it's kitchen wise um, or house doctor, they're, they're well-versed. So we're set up as a shared platform and that way we're able to share in real time what's working, what's not working, best practices, et cetera. I like that structure so much because I think in the earlier days of multiple brands getting together, we saw a lot more silos out there, right? And and you would have yeah. someone in charge of one brand who says, well, you know, that kind of marketing might work for, you know, a garage door company, but it certainly doesn't work for a painting company. And I think I think we've evolved to the point where and, and I really look at this from a marketing standpoint more than any other discipline where good marketing is good marketing and, and talented people in your marketing department are talented people. It doesn't matter what the exact service is because those services are evolving as well. So I, I, I love that structure. It's working well for us and it works well for the, you know, the, the franchise partners. And I think it's, you know, backed by our system-wide revenue sales, uh, you know, have increased significantly. So right now it's working and we have a great team over at Premium Service Friends. Yeah, you've brought on some uh, some heavy hitters. You've got the A-team over there uh, in your in your franchise <laughs> development and your marketing department these days. Uh, uh, quite a bit of talent acquisition along with brand acquisition over the past year or two. Yeah, I feel very fortunate with the team we have. Mark Montini and Eric Wexler and Pat Danley came from Authority Brands. Uh, we do. We have the AT uh, and feel very good uh, and very fortunate uh, you know, that they're part of the, the company and leading it forward. Let's talk a little bit about this platform that you mentioned that um, all of the brands are sharing and uh, customers from 
you, you know, who are working with different brands could could all perhaps touch one of the other brands through this. It, it's called Home Dot One. That's correct, right? That is correct, Jack. Yeah. So, so tell me about this platform. How was it developed? Was it was it developed in house, and, and really, sort of, what's the the goal and purpose of that? Yeah, it was developed in-house, and the goal and purpose is customer retention and leveraging that customer. Uh, So all of our brands are on that platform, and all of our customer, uh, whether it's uh, an estimate that has been requested or a job that has been completed, uh, it is a bank of customer information. And wherever we have multiple franchise partners on multiple brands, in real time, we're able to market to that customer the other brands we have in that area. Because again, the same person that's going to hire a painting company to paint their house is going to hire a cleaning company to clean their home. So we we allow the customer to also accumulate points based on how often they use us. And those points can be exchanged for discounts off of projects. So Mm. if you've had 360 paint their house, you've accumulated points, you can then have those points redeemed if you went into kitchen organization using KitchenWise or put a new garage door in with ProLift doors. So we're doing email campaigns, outbound calling, direct mail to, you know, stay in front of that customer. Uh, So when their next home improvement needs, uh, present themselves, we, you know, they're contacting us and, you know, we have a loyalty program that allows them, you know, further, further retention. I like that idea of a loyalty program, but it's not just for a brand. It's, it's really to move the customer across brands. That's uh that, that's a very cool idea. Um, Paul, you mentioned earlier that, um, you know, COVID and the lockdowns over the past year or two, you know, absolutely had a, a, a big impact on the way people are looking at their homes and, and the services that they're interested in. Um, what do you see going forward trend-wise when it comes to home services? Do you see sort of the same continuing growth over 2022 and, and into 2023? Do you see things leveling off at some point? What, what's your feeling out there right now? Yeah, over sort of the next five years, and that's sort of what we look at, we do not see any downturn in the home service industry. Great. Uh, I think it is going to be as robust as it has been over the last two, three, four years. COVID, no question, has put a focus uh, on the homeowner looking at where they're spending most of their time. And Mm -hmm. because their disposable income went up, because they weren't going to Disney World or Italy or trips or... (laughs) They were spending it where they were spending most of their time, and that's on their home. We have seen no slowdown uh, in any of our last in the past couple of years or over the first uh, almost two months of 2022. Uh, anybody, colleagues or private equity, anybody I talk to sees a very robust, you know, five years ahead of us in the home service industry, and I have no reason to doubt that. Uh, all trends, at least over our nine brands, are very robust, um, you know, for the future. So, uh, yeah, very, uh, very positive outlook on the home service industry. Yeah, I think even if uh, if we declare the pandemic over tomorrow, I don't know that we're all going to go running off to Europe this summer. 
again right away, right? So I I, I tend to agree that um, uh, more growth and and more spend happening around the the home could just be the new norm for for quite a while. So um, I, I think it's it's a good time just to kind of wrap up the. Uh, the, the idea of multi-brand organizations, it's a good time to be able to suggest to those customers, have you thought about painting? Have you thought about, you know, some other thing that, that could happen here within the home? So great job on that. Um, Paul Flick, if anybody has any more questions for you or your team, or they'd like to learn a little bit more about any of your brands, where can we send them? I think the easiest place is to our website, which is premium service brand, plural, dot com. Uh, they can read up about our nine brands, get in touch with anybody on the team. Um, so that would be my recommendation of sending them to the website. Very cool. And we'll have a link to that in today's show notes. Paul, thanks so much for joining us here on Social Geek. And we hope to see you at a franchise event real soon. Thanks, Jack, for having me. Enjoyed the conversation. Before we go, a quick word from Consumer Fusion. Consumer Fusion is the only all-in-one reputation management provider that helps remove inappropriate content online. 80% of consumers say that a negative review has prevented them from choosing a business. Consumer Fusion has removed over 60,000 illegitimate negative reviews across major directory sites like Google, Facebook, Indeed, and Yelp. Check them out today at consumerfusion.com franchise. Consumer Fusion, keeping reviews honest. And thanks for listening to Social Geek. We're here to help you get yourself ready for the comeback of a lifetime. This is the Social Geek Radio Network. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.